Welcome to the Financial Heart Space Podcast. 30 minutes or less of transformational stories with extraordinary people doing ordinary things that inspire us. I am Martin Coward, former Fortune 100 wealth manager turned prosperity mindset coach, helping gay, transgender, and bisexual men, entrepreneurs, and business leaders cultivate a prosperity mindset, clarify their purpose, and enjoy making money doing what they love. And I'm so excited to be welcoming to our show today, Gabrielle Claiborne. I met Gabrielle a few years ago at a National Gay and Lesbian Chamber of Commerce conference in Philadelphia. And I just fell in love with her. She is, she's just magnetic. She's just so full of love and, and, and wisdom. And uh, I just You're think- so sweet. <laughs> and she's so sweet. And we're going to have so much fun today. And she is, uh, I'm going to let her tell all about what she does because she's she's actually been on, done a TEDx talk and she's a speaker. So she can speak much better about what she's going to talk about than me. So I'm going to get quiet and I'm going to let Gabrielle introduce herself and talk about whatever she wants to talk about today. So take it away, Gabrielle. Martin, thank you so much for uh, including me in this very important conversation when we're talking about the expansiveness of women in our culture today. And, and I can tell you that I love showing up and being visible as much as I can to kind of help normalize the width, breadth, and depth of the women's experience. Uh, so I'm very grateful that you've included me in today's conversation. So You're thank most you. welcome. And I also want to make sure for those of you who are tuning in, if you would like to, uh, we, we want to encourage this to be uh, an engaging conversation. So if you've got any questions or comments, please, please feel free to enter those in the chat box and we will respond to those as, as they come in. And this is meant to be a interactive uh, dialogue. So I encourage you to do that. I am all about one of my biggest, uh, one of my biggest uh, persons that I admire is Brene Brown. And when she talks about the power of vulnerability and authenticity, uh, I really want to set uh, a safe space for all of us to show up as authentic and vulnerable as we can, because I believe that until we get to that level of communication and connection, that we really start to form those relationships that really matter. So I encourage you to do that. Uh, so a little bit about me. I am the co-founder and CEO of Transformation Journeys Worldwide. We're an inclusion training and consulting firm with a transgender focus. So just if you didn't already know, I identify as a trans woman and my pronouns are she, her, and hers. So we have- Gabriel, let me just stop for a second because I've got Audrey Smalls, who's a regular on our show, who wants to say hello. Hey, Audrey, how are you? Good to see you. Thank you for joining us, Audrey. Glad you're here. Absolutely. So we help a myriad of organizations on their journey of transforming their environments into fully inclusive cultures for transgender nonconforming and non-binary individuals. And this could be a corporate five, uh, a Fortune 500 company. This could be a mental or mental health care practice or a practitioner. This could be a spiritual community. This could be a nonprofit organization. So we're very intentional in meeting individuals. I see that waving, Audrey. Thank you. <laughs> 
we're very intentional in meeting individuals where they are on their own journey of inclusion, especially when it comes to transgender non-conforming and non-binary individuals. And so my journey of authenticity uh, began 10 years ago when um, I finally met myself for the very first time. You see, early on in my childhood, uh, at a very young age, at the age of nine, by the way, you know, I began having this attraction to women's things. For some reason, I felt drawn to my mom's closet. And when no one was home, I would secretly slip into my mom's closet and try on her clothes. And for some reason, I felt at peace when I did this. But for the life of me, I couldn't understand why. I also didn't understand why I didn't want to just play Barbies. I wanted to be Barbie. <laughs> and now I am. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> now, now, because I grew up in a very conservative environment, my daddy is a Pentecostal preacher. And because this was long before the days of the Internet, just how long I don't care to disclose to you today. I lived in, the, in a place I, I struggled with what was going on in my life. For, I spent 35 years grappling with, you know, this this background noise going on in the background. I did I, in public. I learned to mask my feminine desires by being a good student, a talented athlete, a popular guy. After graduating from Emory University and then pursuing a civil engineering degree in, from Georgia Tech, I then married a beautiful woman and we had three amazing children. I had a very successful career owning multiple businesses in the construction industry and a very nice six-figure income. To top it all off, I was a leader in a large, prestigious Atlanta church. So by all outward appearances, I had it all. But in reality, I was living a life of turmoil because of this internal gender dilemma, which I still had no words to describe. But when I was 45 years old, I accidentally stumbled across a website showing pictures of trans women. This was the first time I'd seen anything like this. And immediately when I saw these images, I thought, that's me. So I spent the next five years doing online research, living between the exhilaration of knowing that's me and the despair of thinking, I could never live my life as a woman. What would God think? What would my family think? But after five years of living in this intense turmoil, I finally decided to get help. It was then I met a woman by the name of Ramona who actually made a living dressing biological males as women. Now, this just goes to show you that you can find anything on the Internet if you're looking for it. <laughs> well, I finally mustered up the courage to call and make an appointment with her. And on the day of the appointment, as I'm driving to her home, I was just a hot mess. But as soon as Ramona greeted me at her door and ushered me upstairs to her dressing salon, I thought I had died and gone to heaven. You see, her salon was rooms of dresses and shoes and wigs and jewelry and drawers and drawers of lingerie. So over the next couple of hours, Ramona dressed me head to toe in my true feminine gender expression. After she got me all padded and dressed, she sat me down in her salon chair and started applying the makeup in a wig, things that I had never done for myself before. Now, all this time that she was doing my makeup and my hair, 
she was standing between me and the mirror. So I wasn't able to see the transformation that was taking place. When she was done, she looked at me. She says, Gabrielle, are you ready? With my heart beating wildly, I said, I think so. It was at that moment, Ramona stepped away from the mirror. And there, the very first time, I saw myself on the outside as a person I knew I was on the inside. I was 49 years old and meeting myself for the very first time. It was then I knew that is me. So I share this story with folks to give them permission to say it's never too late to embrace an aspect of your authenticity wherever you are in your life. And throughout our lives, we're going to encounter many invitations to say, okay, are you really honest with what your heart is asking you to, to embrace, to listen to, right? And in my book that I recently published last year, Embrace Your Truth, A Journey of Authenticity, <clears throat> excuse me, one of the five languages that our hearts speak to us is through our emotions, through our feelings. And so I learned over the course, you know, when I first met myself 10 years ago, over the course of the last 10 to 11 years, I've learned how to li listen to my heart space. That's why I so love the name of your, your podcast here, Martin, because that so resonates me. I have had to learn to live from my heart, get out of my mind. It's not that my mind doesn't play a role in living a productive and fruitful and meaningful life. It's just that my mind cannot dictate where my heart wants to lead me, right? I have to acknowledge those fears and the things that my mind is cautioning me and trying to protect me from, but I have to make the decision to live from the authentic space of my heart. And so, you know, this set me on the course, meeting myself 10 years ago, set me on the course of finding what my authentic self was. So, and it turned every aspect of my life upside down. My vocation, my spiritual community, my friends, um, just every, my relationships with my family. That was a huge uh, upside, turning upside down in my life as a result of coming out. But over time, you know, I've had to learn to navigate those spaces, both with my family, both with my vocation, both even in the spiritual community that I'm now showing up, even with surrounding myself with a new community, my, my adopted, my chosen family that has really played an integral part in my coming out and in my journey of authenticity. But about five years into this journey, uh, well, first, when I came out, I just to survive, uh, I could I knew I couldn't fall back on my uh, with showing up in the workplace with my construction colleagues. So I fell back on my entrepreneurial experience and I started a cleaning company and a home renovation company. And this was just so that I could survive authentically as as the woman that I was becoming. But about five years into my journey, I realized that these vocational iterations were no longer working for me. I've always been this person that wanted to make a difference and, and feel purposeful in the work that I do, how I showed up, making sure that I was 
advocating for those who have less, less access to the to what I have access based on, you know, the privilege that I have been blessed with, you know, my education, being white, you know, all those different intersections that I bring of privilege. I wanted to leverage those to advocate for uh, my trans, gender nonconforming and non-binary sisters, brothers and siblings. So that's when my business partner and I co-founded Transformation Journeys Worldwide, which I shared with you a little bit about in the, the beginning of our conversation together today. And this has set me on the course to show up in many different ways. Um, I now, like Martin said, I'm a TEDx speaker. Uh, I had the opportunity to deliver a TEDx a couple of years ago, and I was very intentional in making sure that my TEDx was not just another conversation around a trans coming out story. It was more about a an invitation, a story of, uh, an the title of it is Building Your Courage Muscles. Um, and the invitation was to invite everyone who wants to embrace some aspect of their authenticity that they may have been uh, frightened about because of what they may lose or what they may experience as a result of listening to their heart. It was an invitation for them to take those courageous steps to embrace that aspect of that authenticity, whatever that looked like for them. It just so happens to be that one aspect of my authenticity is my gender identity, my transgender identity. So, but we all have aspects of authenticity that our heart is calling us to embrace. So, my TEDx was an invitation to those to those listeners to see to understand, you know, what your mind has been telling you, but also listening to your heart and living from that heart space. You know, in that TEDx, I I also talked about the importance of recognizing that we don't have to have a full roadmap when it when it comes to embracing a certain aspect of our truth in order to step more fully into that truth. I think a lot of us uh, at times want to have all the T's crossed and the I's dotted before we take those courageous steps. What I've learned in my own journey is that you don't have to understand what that next step looks like. You just need to take that first step. And as you take that first step of courage, most, time, most times the most difficult step to take, then that next step will unfold. And until we start taking those steps, consecutive steps, will we start realizing and looking back on our lives and saying, oh, my God, look how far I've come as a result of listening to my heart, taking those courageous steps. So that's that's some of the things that you hear in my TED talk. You know, when I came out as trans, I didn't there's no like I said earlier, there was no roadmap. There was no, this is what you do, step A, step B, step C. There was not a roadmap, right? What I had to do is do the best I could. And unfortunately, for some of my family members, that best that I could do was not good enough for them. And so consequently, I had to forgive myself for falling short and not being the parent, because I, I have three grown children, and the spouse that my family, even even the, the now daughter, that my parents uh, and my family was expecting me to be. So, you know, dealing 
with that, working through that forgiveness and grieving, you know, those, those losses was very instrumental for me. And uh, I think the other thing that I realized that probably this is probably one of the most significant learning experiences that I experienced was about halfway into my transition, I started seeing a life coach and this life coach really helped me get out of my head and into my heart to live from that heart space. And what I realized that is that the more that I showed up authentically, I've always wanted, like I said earlier, I wanted to feel like I was making a difference in the world, that I was, that I'm purpose driven. And so I always wanted to find what was mine to do in this world. What is my calling? And, you know, for, for, for much of my life, it was like I was looking outside of myself to find what that calling was, only to learn from this life coach that I saw for about a year that it wasn't until I learned to embrace my truth, that aspect of my authenticity, that my purpose is not something that I had to find at all. My purpose actually found me. And as a result of my purpose finding me, as a result of me showing up authentically, more and more doors of opportunity opened up for me. I now sit on, you know, five local and national LGBTQ boards and advisory committees, which I'm very grateful to be able to, you know, give back to my community and, and serve as a leader and pave, pave the way forward for those who are, you know, somewhere uh, in their own journeys of authenticity. Um, I'm now starting to date which is a whole new experience for me. You know, clearly with the pandemic, that's that's put kind of a squelch. That's kind of squelched that that journey. But, you know, with the vaccines coming on online now and us wanting to get back to a new normal, you know, I'm now dating and this is a whole new experience for me. Not only, not only am I doing it in a different gender, but I'm attracted to a different sex. You know, I was a straight man, cisgender man attracted to women, and now I'm a straight transgender woman attracted to men. So that's a whole new journey for me <laughs> that I'm that I'm embarking on. So, so as you can tell, in my in this few minutes that I've shared with you today, you know, authenticity is not necessarily a destination; it's a journey, and it's not a straight line. And I encourage those of you who may be listening into this broadcast that your heart is just dying for you to, to listen to that still small voice. And it's just inviting you to consider the things that you may have perceived as failures or disappointments in your past and, and reframe those as invitations of greatness for you that you, once you come to terms with those as a stepping stone and creating those milestones, those altars that you can look back on, you can say, look how far I've come uh, to be able to do that. So I encourage you to, uh, to be easy with yourself, you know, give, give yourself some grace and uh, allow yourself to live in the moment. Or, and I can tell you one of the, one of the things that I've learned to do is live in the moment. While I, while I plan for the future, and it's very important to do that, I've learned that if I don't live in the moment, 
then I don't set myself up for tomorrow the way I want to set myself up. For. Yeah, I love that uh, the idea because when we when we get into the moment, when we get into the moment of heart space, which is where we are, and that's, right. that's the name of my podcast. That's the name of my company, by the way. I love it. My company is called Financial Heart Space because I believe when we begin to plan our future, our financial future, from the place of the heart, it comes from abundance. Yes. And when, we, and when we were planning for the, you were talking about, well, when we begin to think about the future from the heart space, from the moment, from, I'm right now sitting in the place of love and abundance and prosperity, then I can plan for a future and I can live into that prosperity. Right. I, I love that. In, I can live into that abundance. I'm, I'm not living into a story of the past that's painful. Right. Of the ego, I would say, the shadow. Because yes. That's what we do. We have painful experiences in the past and the shadow, which we need, comes up and says, oh, don't do that. Because last time you did it, you really got hurt. Yes. And so you stop and you think, well, is there really some danger going on? And it's like, well, no, actually, that's not true. I'm going to put you aside. I'm going to step through this. I'm going to have the courage to say, and I'm going to get still and get into some heart space and find yes. out what's true. And when I do that, I always find out there's a truer possibility. That, like you just said, I'm loved, you are loved. That's what we are. It's our essence is just pure love energy, pure love consciousness. And when yes. I get into that, then, then my worldview, transformation is when we change our view of ourselves, our creator, and the world, our worldview. Yes. So, so what you just shared beautifully, by the way, I'm just like in awe of everything you said, every single word. Uh, but I wanted to just add in a, a few things about it, just from the context of, uh, uh, of contemplative prayer. And so sure. and while we do contemplative prayer as a way of getting still and letting go of those egoic beliefs that are causing maybe some pain and causing some worry, and they're basically all lies, first of all, because that's what the ego does. It's the shadow. It's the negative of the truth. And then we get still and we listen, open our hearts and listen to that divine presence within us that always knows the truth to guide us into the next step. So on your comment about being present in the moment, that's the purpose of, of, of meditation and prayer is, to, is, to, is an actual technique, if you will, to stop what you're doing in the doing world and just be for a few minutes to get some guidance from that inner 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 creative spirit where i call her joy the wise woman and once i let joy the wise bring joy the wise woman she's talking right now by the way it's not martin talking it's joy the wise woman talking and listening and when she when she's on when she's on board it's going to be a fun day because she's very creative and she likes to have a good time and she likes to she likes to create prosperity Yes. And, and that's what and that's what I was listening to my, my coach the other day, Kelly Roach. And it, it, I highly recommend you check out Kelly Roach and the Tribe of Unstoppable. Because she was talking about she was talking about uh, spiritual selling. And what she's talking about is when we sell from that from our higher level of consciousness, when we sell from love and truth. It's not manipulation. It's like we're sharing our authentic self with the world while we're here, like you're doing. I, you're doing what you're doing because you know authentically who you are and your purpose is to share this message. Right. And that's your that's what you're selling. It's not selling in the old tradition like you're trying to get people to your people want what you have because you're adding value to their life. And, and that's the whole idea of financial hard spaces so we can begin to and we can include money because I was quoting something the other day. Money is really an infinite is infinite creative energy. 
There, we, we live in this scarcity mindset that says, oh, there's only so much money. That is not true. We no, it's not money. true. We yes. every bit of every everything you see, we created from our heart. And it there's more, true. and there's and there's more enough to go around for and there everybody. Is more than enough to go around. There is plenty, and yes. there's no way. And, and it's so exciting right now is that we're creating in this movement that I'm part of now called the Unstoppable Entrepreneurs, led mostly by women. I would say it's it's like being part of a community of women or people, mostly women, mm-hmm. who are moving this world from poverty thinking into prosperity living by what they're doing and how they're being in the world and showing up from that authentic place and they're living their life of purpose and they're teaching people how to do that and it's just fascinating to me it's fascinating and thank you thank you so much for sharing um your story that it was just it was just it's i'm still feeling i'm 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 definitely vibrating at a higher frequency right now because oh, thank you. I am definitely vibrating at a higher frequency of love. And I thank you for that. And it's and I and I knew we would because that's that's what happened when I met you back years ago in in, in 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 person when I just got together and talked to you. I just we immediately found ourselves vibrating in a place of love and, and excitement and joy and creativity. So thank you for that. And I believe that's one reason that we did meet Martin because we were both vibrating at that frequency. Yeah, I agree. You know? I, I definitely agree. You know, and and the invitation we're, we're putting out today to the world is all of us join us in this vibration. It's a lot more fun. Yes. Being yes. Stuck in the yes. old, being stuck in that old world of fear and doubt, and not enough, and I don't like myself, and no one's going to like me, and trying to live up to somebody else's expectation. Yes, that's a miserable way to live, and we both lived that way at one point, right? Oh my goodness, yes. Oh, 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 oh it's so much. It's so much more exciting to live from your heart and live authentic. Oh yeah, the the view from this side is like no other. <laughs> there is no other. With the, the view of everything, ourselves, our God, and the world. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The other night I was cooking some dinner for my husband and I, and I was, I have, I was, I was making, I decided we wanted some, some chocolate pudding and we like that. We like that sugar-free. It comes in the little jello box, you know, yeah. and so I, as I was going to get the box out and I was going to get out the salt, the milk. And I thought this is transformation. No other animal on the planet. I don't know if I can tell right now, a monkey might know how to do the peeling off a of banana. But I can tell you right now, if he's got a hankering for some banana pudding, he's not going to know how to put it together. <laughs> yes. But, but in a short period of time, this is why I enjoy cooking, I was able to transform that box of powder, a, 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 two cups of milk, into a delicious dessert for us to enjoy. They only right. have 30 calories. That's transformation. It, it can be simple as that. We do it all the time. Or it can be going through a transformation to really find our outfit. It's all it's all part of the process. Right. Yes. It's all part and, of the and and I and I feel like that we have been given the willpower to do that, right? Right. And whether you know what we do with that uh, determines um you know, how we show up in the world. And I think we're all, we all have the capacity for great things. And so tapping into, tapping into what is ours to do by listening to our heart, like we just spent the time doing is really uh, the, the place where those seeds are planted, cultivated, and ultimately come forth. So 
I totally agree with you, Martin. That is just, and I got to tell you, you've been a delight being on the show. I'm going to close this out right now, but you stick around because I want to just, I want to just have a few words with you backstage before we, before we depart from this wonderful sure. experience together. So everyone, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, one more thing, uh, Gabrielle, if people want to meet you, what's the best and the easiest way for people to get in contact with you? Sure. You can go to our website. It's www.transformationjourneysww.com. You can also find me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I'm on all the social media channels. I'm all about being visible. So feel free to reach out to me and connect because hopefully this is the beginning of more conversations to come. Oh, absolutely. And and Audrey is uh, giving us a lot of praise. It's one of the best I've experienced. Well, it's one of the best I've experienced too, Audrey. And that's, it's Thank you, Audrey. Really, very inspiring, extraordinary woman with us today to inspire us. So we're all in this together. So thank you. And so if you, and I promise you, you will not be disappointed. If Gabrielle is speaking the truth. If you reach out to her, she'll reach back and you will be glad you did. That's all I got to tell you. You will be glad to have her in your orbit. That's all I got to tell you about that. So and before we go, I want to say, let everybody know I have created a new Facebook group for, as people know, I'm a prosperity coach and spiritual teacher and mindset coach for gay, bi, and transgender men. And I've created a Facebook group specifically for us called Financial Heart Space for Gay, Transgender, and Bisexual Men. And I encourage you to, if that's you, to join us. And um, uh, so please join us in that space so you can explore your authenticity as that's who you are and how you bring that authenticity into the world from a place of purpose to really grow your business. That's the purpose of that site. And it comes from the perspective of our interior landscape is gay by trans men. It's different from Gabrielle's, who's a woman. Her interior is, is hers. It's, it's unique to women. And that's the, that's the only way. It's not an, it's not a, it's not a discrimination against women. Yes. It is it is for for any trans men who identify as male have an have a have an interior male energy, and that's what we work with inside that space. So uh, I just want to be able to get clarity on why. Said, well, where's the L? I said, well, this is why there's no L because it's there's a different. We're different in some ways, <laughs> you know. We're